Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am here tonight to talk about an article that I found that's pertaining to the childcare industry, again, dealing with COVID-19. So welcome, welcome, welcome on tonight. Um, I found an article in the turn210.com journal, which is out of, let's see, let me tell you, it's out of Rhode Island, Providence, Rhode Island. And so tonight in this article, it is talking about new federal dollars keep child care centers afloat, but challenges still remain. Okay. And so this is what this article is talking about. Rhode Island child care centers are set to receive $22.5 million in federal funding, but some early childhood education advocates said that said that is just a drop in the bucket. Even before COVID-19, funding for childcare was very challenging. When COVID-19 hit, it created a perfect storm. Beginning, beautiful beginning child care center executive director Kajaya Lewis Khan said, the funding made possible by the Consolidated Appropriation Act of 2021 is the three times more than the funding that was made available by the CARES Act, the CARES Act, which was in March 2020. Our economy does does depend on affordable and high skilled child care. Senator Jack Reed, DRI said during a news conference outside of beautiful beginnings Providence facility. This additional funding you've secured comes as at a crucial time as our programs continue to struggle as the workforce slowly rebounds. Woodstock at Head Start. Child Development Association Executive Director Mary Varr said the Head Start program lost half of its child care staff for the current school year, Varr said. We did open our classrooms in late June at a limited capacity, but when the state put ratio back to pre-COVID ratio, we were unable to retain the staff we had previously laid off, Varr later said in an email. As of Monday, Head Start has been able to replace most of the open positions, but the agency is still down Three full staff. The number one reason for leaving the agency was due to COVID-19 concerns about exposure and or working parents who needed to be home for their school-aged children whose schools were 100% virtual learning or doing a hybrid approach, Vera wrote. The lack of our ability to, to, to hire new staff to fill these positions caused the program to close classrooms and create waiting lists for the program, she added. I strongly believe that if early childhood education teachers were able to get the vaccine earlier, that what that then what the current state plan is for, this would be able to hire. We will be able to hire staff and open classrooms in the near future. Vaughn wrote at beautiful beginnings. Louis Kahn said she was able to hire everyone back, but four employees in their 60s did not return due to health concerns. I am not confident I will be able to continue to work full time throughout this pandemic if my daughter has to stay at home, parent Rakita Ray said. It was a little bit of a struggle over the summer. Ray said the early education program has had a positive impact on her daughter. She has had an increase in her confidence, her vocabulary, and her learning skills, Ray says. Rhode Island slightly increased reimbursement rates during their, the pandemic, but they were already below the federal standards. In, spring, in the spring, roughly 40% of providers that responded to a Department of Human Services survey said that they were in danger of closing within several months. Child care is essential 
for getting us through the, this pandemic and emerging us even stronger through the other side, Lewis Kahn said. The state launched a campaign right from the start to bring about change through legislative action. Advocates hope to raise teachers' pay and make more, make childcare more affordable, among other goals. So that article came out of turn to 10.com, which is in Providence, out of Providence, Rhode Island. And so I wanted to read this article to you on tonight because evidently <laughs> finding out all these, these articles are coming out and it's letting you know just how much funding they're actually getting. So we do know, we found out tonight that the, um, the appropriation, the consolidated appropriation act of 2021 is three times more than the funding that was made available by the cares act, which was pushed in March, 2020. Okay. So the consolidated approach appropriation act, of 2021 has three times more of the money in there. So the reason why I wanted to pick, I picked this article is because you need to know as a childcare provider, as a daycare home owner, or a childcare facility owner, you need to know the resources that are actually out there this time that you may be able to apply for to uh, get your center back running fully and efficiently like it should. I will be applying myself as well. I was denied the first time for everything. And so this time I'm going to apply. Why? Because I need to open Little Angels Drop-In back in. Parents are going to be going back to work part-time, couple of hours, going to the gym, doing whatever they have to do for their mental health as well. And I need to get my place open back up. So I pulled this article because we needed to know what the changes were. And as we continue to deal with COVID-19 for 2021, it is still somewhat a lot affecting the childcare industry. And this is the reason why I picked this article. And I do want you to know as well, I will be coming back next Tuesday with another article as well pertaining to the childcare with COVID-19 and continue to tell you the changes. And as we, I wanted to bring this up about us with the Super Bowl coming on Sunday night. I noticed with the Super Bowl, they acknowledged the healthcare workers, but did not acknowledge any teachers, not to my knowledge. And these are the things that bothered me through my microscope lens that I have on my own eyes and the things that I'm able to see and understand why do they contributely continue to do the same thing over and over again, like a cycle, not recognizing these teachers and these childcare providers. Why? Because we are the breadwinner of this nation. We are underlooked, overlooked, underlooked, overworked, burnout, and still not acknowledged for the service that they do. And what that we do. And it is sad and it's very uh, discouraging seeing it in the natural. But as I come and do this podcast with Little Angels Dropping LLC, I'm going to continue to sound the alarm on it because it's not right. It will not even be a football player, a baseball player, professional basketball player without a teacher, a teacher leading the way without a coach leading the way. But most of all teachers, why? Because teachers are coaches and they coach your children to be the best that they can be. There are a lot of good teachers out here. That's wholeheartedly. Their heart are in what they're doing. They are all about the children and taking care of them and making sure that they get what they need so they can move to the next level in their little precious lives to grow up to be a senator or the next president or a 
or the next professional baseball player or the next radio talk host. Why am I talking about this tonight? Because this country continues to overlook and under treat these teachers. And I'm going to keep saying something about it until the right person hear it. And I came up with this iPad. A podcast because it needs to be talked about. Nobody ever talks about the teachers. Nobody never talks about how the teachers feel. Nobody never brings it up. It's always the recognition of the healthcare workers. But don't you know that if you don't get things in line with these childcare centers, these childcare facilities, these home daycares, where are these children going to go? How these parents are? How are these parents going to work? I'm very vocal about this because I've seen so much in the childcare industry with a lot of teachers not getting treated fair, still being underpaid, having to fight for what they believe in. And it is ridiculous when we live in a nation like we do in a country that says that they are the land of the free, but they continue to overlook these teachers and underpay them. Why am I doing this podcast? Because someone needs to say it. So I guess my voice is the one that's needed to say it. Being in the childcare industry for over 20 some years, being mistreated, not being, rec- not being appreciated as much as you should be, because why? It is a livelihood for us as well as being childcare providers, being uh, daycare owners, childcare owners of facilities, teachers working in the classroom as well. And whether you believe it or not, we are essential. We are the bulk of this nation. And this country needs to recognize it. And I'm going to keep talking about it until it gets on the right radio station, until it gets on the right podcast or whatever, because I just started this podcast. And I started it because it needed to be started so that people could really know how these teachers are feeling through, through this pandemic. And I could definitely know how some of these kids feel because... They feel probably at this moment that they are not well-deserving and with this online teaching and stuff like this, and a lot of them really need to be in the school as well, but you have to take care of the teachers so that they can go back to work, so that the kids can come back to school, making sure that it's safe for them as well as the kids. And so I hope with me doing this podcast and talking about this with such passion that I have for these teachers. Why? Because I am a teacher of the little ones as well and have been a daycare owner, homeowner for 15 years or more, but been in the industry for 23 years. Yes. And I have a passion for this and I'm going to keep talking about this. Why? Because it needs to be said. It is time that this nation stop overlooking these teachers, underpaying them, They're having to work two and three jobs to make ends meet. It is ridiculous. They should be taken care of as well as the doctors, the lawyers, and everybody else. And none of them would be who they are if it had not been for good teachers in these people's lives, good mentors, talking to these kids and keeping them on the right track. So I am here to voice my opinion on that tonight.